0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hi everybody, it's Russ from MyHammers11. I hope you're safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing and hit the bell notification so you're notified of any time I put new content on. Today's guest, well, you, you can see who it is already. Uh, it, it's Harry Rednap. How, how you doing? H, how's things?
0: Good. That's all good. Thank you. Uh,
1: thanks for doing this. Absolute pleasure. Really, um, really, it's really nice to talk to you. Um, so the basic, the idea of the channel is we talk about. Talk about uh, memories, really, um, usually sure. with fans, but more, and more with the players. And so, you know, uh, for particularly for the newer, the younger fans, the, the less experienced fans, um, the idea is um, to sort of find out a bit more about the the more the older players, for example. And obviously, yeah. you know, people, a lot of people know you. Obviously, the manager's role, which we talk about, but obviously, you started as a you know, fifteen-year-old schoolboy in 1962. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. how, how did that start? Because obviously you were you were, you were at Spurs schoolboys beforehand. Why why you move?
0: Know, I was never at Spurs. People always say that. You know, I was. <laughs> I used to. Try, what happened in M days? Yeah. I, same as it does. You know, I had a choice of clubs. Really. Um, yeah. You know, at 11 years of age. I sort of was trained at Tottenham, Chelsea. I, I had to look, having a look round. And once I went, to, I went to West Ham, and uh, Ron Greenwood was just. We used to go and watch the They used to invite the parents and the young and the kids to watch the youth team games, and it was Ron Greenwood was at every game. He was just amazing. He was at every youth game. He was so much, so interested in the young players and the youth team. It was as that was almost as important to him as the first team, and that was we found that amazing. And uh, so yeah, when I left school, we we decided that West Ham was the best club for me to join, and so. Uh, I went there and I signed. I signed the same time as Colin Mackworth, the goalkeeper, who came from East London. And uh, Billy Kitchener, left back. Bill came from Bedfordshire and we all signed at the same time, 15. And our first year at the club, uh, you know, with 15-year-olds, we won the FA Youth Cup, which is incredible, really, when you think about it. We were only kids, we were 15, three of us. And we're suddenly, we're, you know, it's under 18 and a half competition. There's 19 year olds in it, wow. and it's a strong It was the competition, everybody, the FA Youth Cup was the thing to win. Yeah. And to play in it, you know, play every game as we did, the three of us all at 15 years of age, and win it, it was amazing, really. You know, it was yeah. we had a great youth team, and yeah. uh, that was a great time, you know, that, that first year playing in front of 15, 18, 25,000 people at Upton Park. Cup the final was we played Liverpool in the final. We went to Liverpool and got beat 3-1. Uh the great Tommy Smith played for them. Wow. Uh we came back home for the second leg 3-1 down. It was cut final night. Uh big crowd, Upton Park, lovely warm evening. Yeah. Place was buzzing. We were 2-1 down at half time, so now we're 5-2 down on Aggregate at half time in the second leg. We came out second half, we scored four goals. It was one of the great games. It was an amazing night. Ron Greenwood was in tears, and it was—he oh, was so chuffed, you know. He—he he even came to a youth game, you know, once when we played against Wolves, uh, oh, rather than going with the first team. I mean, wow. it was amazing. He had wow. that much. He knew the future, you know. He always thought the future of the club is in the yeah. kids. And I took that on when I became a manager. I—that I, was my philosophy. The kids were the most important thing, I never missed a youth game. Every Saturday morning, the first team were at home. I would go to Chamberlain, watch the first half of the Southeast East Counties game, watch 15 minutes of the second half, jump in my car. Frank Lampard Senior would do the same. We'd wish to Upton Park, get there, get prepared for the first team game. But we never missed a youth game. When And every youth cup game, Southern Junior, Floodlight Cup, we travelled all over the country, went to Oldham, went to Everton, went everywhere yeah. to watch Liverpool. Uh, you know, we had when we we had a great youth team. Obviously, the the team that so when I was a manager, incredible
1: yeah. group of kids. Yeah, exactly. Play for England. Yeah, I know. we we've had to, we had we had a, we had Tony Carr on a couple of days ago, um, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, that team was was incredible. And then obviously, once you obviously you know you you made your debut in sixty five, I think it was. You scored in the end of that season sixty six again away to Tottenham, um, and sixty six was a was a good year, wasn't it? Didn't. I think we won So I think yeah, England, England yeah. won. Yeah, yeah. I heard it mentioned yeah. like once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: was. the other night, actually. It was. <laughs> it still brings a tear to my eye when I see Bobby going up to get the trophy. Yeah. What was it like? like okay. Obviously,
1: because you were obviously in the first team and, and that, that sort of, that first training session when they were all back from the World Cup must have been like, amazing, like you know a what, weird we thing. Never,
0: they, they never had any side to them. They were never yeah. big time Charlies. They were just, you know, incredible boys, you know, all three of them. And, uh, you know, three fantastic footballers. uh, And England, you know, West Ham won the World Cup that day. You know, three goals from Jeff, one from Martin, Bobby the captain. It was just a fantastic day for the football club, really. And wherever we went in the world on tour... You know, in them days, going to America was somewhere that no one had ever been. Yeah. yeah. And suddenly, we're going on tour to America because we had the three boys in the team. You know, we go to Germany and play preseason games and get massive crowds because we had three World Cup winners in our team. It was uh, we were the team, really, that people abroad wanted to see. You know, because of the boys.
1: Yeah, no, I get that exactly, and, and obviously obviously that period, you know, obviously you played played one hundred and seventy five times across like a ten year period. Obviously, you, know, you left and came back in ninety two as assistant manager. Um, how did that happen in terms of in terms of coming back? Because obviously, you know, you'd been away for a, you know from I don't know, for a while, and you came back in yeah, ninety two. I,
0: I was at, I had ten years at Bournemouth. Yeah. At Bournemouth I went into a championship for the first time in the city in uh, in the club's history. Um, Had a great time at Mm. uh, at Bournemouth. Really, I just felt I'd run my time there. Really, you know, I'd been 1990. I had a terrible car accident uh, in Italy. Lost my best pal, was the chief executive at Bournemouth, Brian Tyler, and it was never the same for me after that. It was very difficult, you know. Brian, he he was really was so important to me as a young manager, Mm. and uh, to to have a a car accident when he lost his life, I I just never felt the same. I came back and. uh, so yeah, when the opportunity came to go back to West Ham, um, you know, it was it was something I decided to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. And obviously, then after that, obviously, you know, you took over in '94. Seven years, seven years, seven seasons in charge—or near enough—that ain't bad, now is it? Nowadays, you don't get—if you get three scenes out no, of a manager, no, you've really done well. No,
0: no relegations. Yeah. No it, relegations, which you know, seven years of West Ham manager. Let's be honest about it—is uh, everybody had had their share. I don't. Ron never got relegated, did he? Ron Greenwood? I don't think so. I don't think, think so. so. John John was a you know John was fantastic. John Lyle, but John yep. had had relegations, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and since then, obviously, like, you know, when I left, road Rhoda took over they got relegated. Yeah. Um, and they've had you know had years of up and down, up and down. But it's still a fantastic football
1: club. Yeah. No. Exactly. And but that period, I mean, for me, Harry, that was the you know that your helm, so to speak, at seven years was was I think. Well, for me, for obviously a young, youngish, we'll say, semi-experienced fan, um, was an amazing time. You know, obviously, from, you know, from, a, from a stats perspective, you know, we're, it's the highest ever Premier League finish for us. We won yeah. the Intertota Cup as well, first time yeah, qualified for Euro.
0: That's a great day, you know, to go there and win that. Uh, but look at the players, we had. I mean... That's what
1: I mean, yeah.
0: You know, we, we, we suddenly had these kids come out of the youth team and then you got De come coming. Freddie Canuti you know it was uh, and if, if the club had kept the six boys you know all six of them went on to win everything there was mm-hmm. to win almost you know I mean a few of them won champions league winners you know yeah. look at look at the quality of them Frank Lampard Rio yeah. Ferdinand, you know Joe Cole, Michael Carrick Jermaine Defoe Glenn Johnson, six incredible footballers you know every yeah. one of them in a proper England international with loads and loads of caps to their name. Uh, And if you'd have had that six and built around them, where could the club have gone? It would have been incredible.
1: It would have been incredible. It would have been incredible. And as you said, you know, not on top of that, obviously you had the influx from from the academy, but as you said, you had Paolo and and we had some really good, and it was brilliant. You know, it was one of those times where I think, you know, fans like to be entertained, don't they? And it's like, I know West Ham say about the West Ham way, Um, but, it was that period of time where you turn up and you didn't know what was going to happen. And I think yeah, that was, yeah. you know what I mean? You had like, was that sort you of... Had
0: players, uh, players like Old Berkovitz. Old Berkovitz exactly. was an incredible footballer. Yeah. You know, you had big John Arts and came with Paul Kidson and got the goals at first year. You know, that kept us up. You know, just good Trevor Sinclair, England International. You know, it was Slaven, Mark yeah. Reaper. You know, it was full of... Full of real quality players. Julian Dix came back to the club, you know. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was. Uh, yeah, it was an amazing Steve Lomas. So full of full of quality players, really, you know.
1: And also characters as well, which I think we miss in the game. You know, sort of every one of them you said is is a character, you know, and fans could relate to. You know what I mean? So Johnny even like
0: Tony Bonker, yeah, exactly. What a good player John was, you know. <laughs> Martin Allen, Mad Dog. I mean, you know, he was a character. But yeah. no, they were great.
1: Yeah, they were good. Fight and, and it just and you know out of all your out of all your transfers, Harry for West Ham. You know, obviously everyone says Di Canio and stuff, but was that your best? best tra- Is that the one you you was your best transfer? So I know you can't really quantify it, but what would you say was like your best transfer in that period? You know, best well, player you Well, probably in. the
0: boldest one was probably taking palo because yeah. I mean no one wanted to touch him. No. And when I decided to take him, I remember reading a Sunday newspaper that said I'm taking. Uh, I'm signing to Cagno and I'm walking a tightrope with no safety net under me and uh, it for sure he'll get me sacked. Um, mm. And it was a massive gamble. Nobody yeah. else saw it except me. You know, the chairman at the time, Terry Brown, Terry didn't want, he wasn't happy about me signing him. Really, although he backed me out, you know, which was great. But I think, you know, he looked there and thought, you know, this is, he's pushed the referee over. He's mm. volatile. Do we need this, you know? But I used to watch him play, and whenever mm. I went to play at Sheffield Wednesday with West Ham, you'd be scared every time he got the ball. You know, I used to say it once they get in that foot in our third of the pitch, somebody nearest man latch, latch on him and don't leave him until we win the ball back. You know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. once he got it, anything he could do incredible things. You know, yeah. he was a genius, really. He
1: yeah, he really was. He was He was a great player. Now, look, um, what we try and do, Harry, is we try and do an 11. So what we do is we, with all the players and the fans, we do an 11. Now, I've, I know you've got, a, we've got like 20 odd minutes, but what I want to try and do is do two 11s for you because I don't think it's fair to do an 11 combined of your time at West Ham. I'd like to do an 11 of you of okay. your, your playing days and your managing days. If we can zoom, I think, because I think they're two different areas. It wouldn't be fair comparing... Bobby Moore with Rio Ferdinand you know people do but you know no, what I mean so
0: right together them two <laughs> yeah they would do a blinding job right, right so
1: let's go with a play in 11 who'd been goal for the Redknapp play in 11 so during your time at West Ham when you play him as a player yeah
0: well really uh, I mean I only had uh, you know there'd been who played there Bobby Ferguson was the goalkeeper yeah you know um, Jim Stanley was there before that but I never really you know Jim was just that little bit before me you know mm, yeah so um, I, yeah, I'd go with Fergie, Bobby yeah. Ferguson. Yeah, put Bobby Ferguson. We'll, Great, we'll, yeah, Bobby, you know, good keeper. Yeah. Small when you look at him now.
1: Yeah, I, I
0: saw pictures of him. Yeah. Amazing size, so, you know. the Goalkeepers in them days were five foot ten. Pat Jennings is only five foot eleven. Wow. Pat Jennings is not a big man. People don't realise. Pat's not as tall as me. You stand next to Pat Jennings, you don't realise. You know, he's. Just incredible keeper, but everyone thinks he was six foot
1: five or saying wasn't you know? Yeah, absolutely great. Yeah, but I, it's funny now because it's now in the modern day, they're all six foot five and skinny, and yeah. you know,
0: it's it, it, it's it
1: changes sort of the athleticness
0: of it, right? We'll put we'll put, uh, this team out because I thought about this, Russ. I'll be honest, I'm you're me right at right the top, <laughs> and so it's difficult, or oh, you know, thinking of a team. um
1: well, we just talk about the talk about the players you play with. Then now, don't worry about a team for the for the play. Just talk about the players. You know, you know, obviously the teams yeah. you play with in the in the in the sort of your time. Playing yeah, at the West Ham. yeah. best
0: player I played with was Bobby Moore. Yeah. Bobby was the best player ever to play for West Ham. You know, Bobby was on another level. He was just incredible, man. Mm. It was uh, there was no there had never been anyone like Bobby. He was not only a fantastic player, he was an absolute class act. You know,
1: mm.
0: everybody looked up to him. Everybody loved him. Everybody idolised him. No matter where you went, you'd meet England players. Whether it was Norman, would we kept at the England team. Norman would he absolutely idolise Moro. Alan yeah. Ball, Nicky Shannon. You know, I talk. When you say, "Hey, what was he like?" moro our goodness, he? class. He was. He. Yeah, he was just pure class. Yeah, it was. No one could come near Bob.
1: No, nah. we had
0: we had some great players. You had Jeff and Martin. You had deep. Billy Bonds was an incredible player. Bill would cover every inch of ground. I think Bill would have got plenty of England caps if he'd have played right back. Mm. I think if he'd have played right back, he'd have played England many, many times. But he started at right back, then he got shifted into midfield and he would cover the ground in midfield and run and chase and work and close down and just incredible athlete every week, you know. But I think if he'd have played right back in today's football, he'd have been Mm. absolutely incredible with that ability to run all day and get up and back and strong and athletic. He'd have been an incredible right-back. Trevor Brookin was an amazing footballer. Mm. You know, Trevor could play no touch. He'd let the ball run. He had this amazing ability to open his body up and he wouldn't touch it. He'd come into him and he'd let it run and take two people out of the game without even touching the ball. Um, you know, great, great player. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in that time, yeah. Budgie Byrne, who I had the end of Budgie. Budgie was mm. incredible. What a center forward, Budgie Byrne. Yeah. You know, one of the all-time great budgie was Jimmy Greaves. You know, talk about great players. Greaves, he was a genius, a yeah. pure genius. We had Jimmy at the end, but mm. Jimmy in his heyday was one of the all time great the greatest goal scorer I've ever seen. Yeah. He, he was special, Jimmy. Um, yeah, full of full of good players and, and good lads and you know we had a great time. We all came from the same area. Yeah. We all came probably within ten mile radius of West End football ground, Barking, Dagnum yeah. Poplar, Canning Town, you know, all lo- that's what we were. We were all local boys. And we didn't, we didn't have any foreign players. We didn't even have a you know, if we signed us, we signed two Scots players, Bobby Ferguson and John Cushley, and they were like foreigners to us. We had never we had never had anyone. Everyone came We was all local boys and we all yeah. we all were mates and we all yeah. got on great and we'd all go out drinking together. We'd all go to the Black Lion after a game in Blasto yeah. we'd all be in the Black Lion pub by six o'clock, quarter six on a Saturday night, having a drink. Uh, music would be going. I mean, it was, yeah, that's how it was. But we all we all we all loved each other. We all got on well together. It was a great camaraderie between us all. You know, it was yeah. a great club. We had a, and the manager was a genius, right? Yeah. But he was the best football coach I'd ever seen. I've mm. still never seen anybody come near him. Wow. You know, he was so, so forward thinking, mm. you know, things that he did. You know, I watched a goal the other day. Bobby put the ball down from the free kick against Germany. He puts the ball down. his thinking, Jeff, Jeff, come on, you know. Jeff's pulling, and Jeff pulls away from the defender. The defender, where is he? Suddenly, Erste's come across him from nowhere. Bobby drops it into that space. Erste's on it. Bang, back of the net. Yeah. You know, that was same we worked on at West Ham, near post-crosses, overlapping, attacking full making two against. That was all Ron Greenwood. That yeah, was Ronnie.
1: It's sta- that's stand standard so
0: now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but he, he, he changed all them things. Fullbacks backs used to stand on the halfway line mm. and never moved. And when the ball was on the other side of the pitch, they'd cover around 40 yards. Yeah. And so that the winger on that side, and suddenly it changed. Full-backs were going forward, became more dangerous than wingers. Um, it, yeah, you know, he was such a such a clever footballing brain. Just football, that was his life, football Yeah, football, yeah, football. yeah. You know, he was, he was an amazing football coach.
1: And I mean that that and obviously having that as your stewardship, so to speak, in terms of going into being a manager yourself, you had like a you had like as I said, one of the best managers ever as your as your mentor, really, in terms of taking. This is a taking, obviously,
0: the he got us all all, uh, working in schools. Okay, so in seventeen, we all used to go into schools coaching the kids. Two pound fifty in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, I went to Harold Road School at first in uh, Green, off Green Street there. Then I went to Forest Gate School. And then I ended up at Pretoria School in Canning Town with Frank Lampard Senior School. That was his school. Yes. And we shared a job, me and Frank, and John Bond was out of work. Lost his job at John had lost his job at uh, at Gillingham or somewhere, Gillingham. And uh, so we end up sharing the job with John. So me, Frank, and, and John used to go and coach the kids at Victoria School every afternoon. Uh, so it's me and Frank, instead of getting £10 a week each, we split it three ways. So we all end up with, I don't know, whatever goes into £20, uh, £6, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Uh, so we end up with £6 something a week, you know. Yeah. But we did that every afternoon, £2.50 in the afternoon. Can you imagine it? It's incredible, isn't it? It is. I mean, even we loved like... It. We did it because we loved it. We loved it. Of course. It wasn't, we didn't have to do it. We loved being with the kids and coaching and being involved in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the other biggest coaching, uh, there's more more coaching went on in Kazatari's Caf in, um, you know, around the corner from the Berlin, <laughs> uh than anywhere. I mean, in, them, in the early days, you know, Malcolm Allison, Noel Campbell, John Bond, Dave Sexton, Jimmy Andrews, Franco O'Farrell, Kenny Brown. I mean, they went on, all become managers of the highest level. All were sitting in there. Malcolm was the governor, moving pepper pots about, talking tactics to the, you know, what if they did this? How would we cope with that? It was incredible, you know? That's what, that's what they did in the afternoon, sit there till five o'clock at night, oh, drink 20 cups of tea. You know, he <laughs> would come in. Well, now nah, have a cup of tea. You know, bring another pot of tea. Give another pot of tea, Cassey. You know, yeah. And it was yeah, amazing times.
1: Oh, it's it's as you said. It, it, you said that there was this sort of. You're right. They all became these top managers and top coaches, and it all stemmed from, you know, obviously the love of the game we've we've Ron had, and it yeah. seemed to impart it into everyone else. And as you said, you know, I mean, you're, I mean, I said in charge of West Ham, you know, the he said maintaining that sort of youth team. Ethos, because you had this incredible conveyor belt of, of talent from yeah. from the academy. I mean, you know, was it a third of that twenty ten England World Cup squad came through the academy, um, including including Terry and people like that as well? I mean, you had this. Yeah, yeah. It must have been. I mean, for a manager, obviously, it must be so much. You know, it must be so much. So remember, useful. we
0: did. We did go probably eleven years without really producing a player.
1: Yeah, exactly. It so there was a,
0: a real spell Where one, only one or two players Had a few mm. games But you know It was since, since Stevie Potts Tony Cotty yeah. Paul Lintz, Since that group You know There was a big void You know Of nothing yeah. And then suddenly Six kids come along That all went on To become England Internationals So mm. it's amazing How it turned out You know it did But they, they were great times Great times Tony Carr did a great job Peter Gray yeah. Was fantastic Peter worked with him could, Lulu <laughs> She wants She wants to dinner I think Lulu um, So yeah Peter Bray I bought Peter back Peter was a great One of my favourite People yeah. of all time I love Peter And yeah. Peter worked with Tony For the kids Jimmy Jimmy Friff was there He's still there Jimmy Friff at the club Yeah Part of the furniture Great man Jimmy Lovely guy So yeah All lovely, lovely people It was a lovely feel About the club
1: Yeah you know? And he just said he. The result, the football was good, and and you know, as I said, you know, obviously, you know, when Di Canio came in, I mean, you know, obviously, we asked fans their elevens, and unsurprisingly, pretty much Di Canio's in most of the team. What was it yeah, like yeah. to man? What was it like to manage the man?
0: It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. He was, a, he was a, every day was a tester. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, he was a great, great athlete. Looked dark, didn't drink. Now you mixed him in with a few of the lads who were. Yeah. Who were certainly Razor Raddock and one or two of them mm. and it was not easy yeah. Lulu, shut up. <laughs> hey, on your dinner. Come on. Hey, look what I got.
1: Hey, Come here, Lulu. <laughs> Lulu. Barney's a
0: kip under the table. We don't uh, care.
1: I'm start I'm starting a new section called Footballers and Their and Their Dogs. Because I've had, yeah, I've had, I've had Mac, I've had McAvenny's doberman like walk into shot. I've had Paul Brush's. He must have like a cocker spaniel. Um, Lee Roy Rossini's uh, dog yesterday. It's brilliant. It's so I love it. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But
0: yeah. Um, no. I mean, it was, it was. And even, you know, going back to the playing days. I mean, yeah. we used to um, in the summer when we were off. We used to meet up at, at two days a week, we could Tuesday and Thursday night, whatever. In the summer when we had a long break, mm. and we'd put the coat, we'd go over at the anal to the uh, by the golf course. It was a nice big flat piece of ground. We yep. put the coats down, and we'd go over. It'd be about fourteen of us, I suppose, and about six or eight of eight of our mates, and we'd have a game. We'd have a nine 10 a side game played. with for like two hours nearly. Then we'd all go around the retreat pub in uh, Chigwell to drink yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. But if, if not, we get the we get the training ground opened up. We go in there and play. I mean, crazy. You know, That was how it
1: was. But why? Why do you think it is now? Because I don't think you know. There's anyone in the modern game. There doesn't seem to be that sense of togetherness anymore, from a from a fan's perspective. You know, it seems
0: like well, not, well we all came from like the same area. The, the heritage of West Ham. Mm. You know, it was the the the, the history of West Ham. We, we all was part. We all knew the club. We knew. Yeah. Knew about. You know, all the great players that had been there and Ernie Gregory and all these people. You know, we knew them and we'd heard of them. and So it was part of the, And, yeah, it was very, very different. We were all local boys. I mean, they come now, you know, like... Yeah. You know, the foreign players. I, do you know, I'd be lying if I said if I even knew the names of all the players at West Ham anymore. I don't. I'd be alive. I said, I'd if you asked me to name their team, I couldn't name it. You know, I, I couldn't. I don't, that's not being rude. I, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, it's a different game there very very different mm. these was all we was all you know it was all local boys and it was very yeah. different it was it was great I wouldn't have swapped that time for this time no. that's for sure as a player you know
1: no the money made you come came, all, the, the, all come from the
0: youth team yeah exactly you go through the team you yeah. know Jackie Burkitt you you know Kenny Brown John Bond you know all that Bobby Ronnie Boyce Eddie Bovington Tony Scott you know Brian Deere, they all come out the youth team. They were all all youth team players. Johnny Sissons, you know, everybody just came out the youth team. We didn't buy any players. We just produced players. Yeah. You came out the youth team and three or four out of that team would end up in the first team.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's crazy nowadays, isn't it? You said, because everyone's so, you know, it's so the way to go with football, isn't it? Just nurture the youth because it's so much Cheaper Now You know You think how much money In the game And you've got it's A whole about,
0: yeah, some, yeah We give the kids a chance You know Yeah that is the, It's been proved this year At Chelsea You know Yes Yes They had a transfer embargo So they give the kids They put the kids in mm. You know Not You know And they, they prove what they can do yeah. Give them a chance Yeah All them kids that we had All played They all got in the team Very young Uh, You know Rio Frank Joe They was all in Carrick Michael they all, Jermaine, you, you know, playing. They all came into the team at young age and played. Yeah. So they, they knew, you know, you knew they could give them the chance, let them go and do it.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. And actually, probably that's the case now because with so many games now, the Premier League's back up, you know, in quick succession. Yeah. You know, the you'll see it, and I think Man City. Yes, didn't. They, they had um, Xabi Garcia, who's like eighteen, playing centre back. Um yeah. And and that and you and I think that will be the case. You'll have a lot more. Kids playing Because the games Are coming so quickly um,
0: Well you hope so You hope yeah. that, You know We see young players get, But the teams at the bottom Can't afford to do that No It's alright for Man City Probably But West Ham Can't afford to do it They're in a relegation battle Along with six other teams So they're going to be Putting their best teams out That's for sure You yeah. know What they think Are their strongest teams You know I don't I'll be surprised If they're throwing too many uh, You know Declan Rice has come out of The youth team Yeah uh, And look how good he Look how well he's done fantastic yeah.
1: He is. I mean, he's a he is a great player. Yeah. He says he'd be like Mark Mark and people like Mark Noble and people like that. Mark you know, Noble. yeah. Mark
0: Noble, Mark Noble is. You know, he, uh, I, if I if I never would if I own West Ham, he'd be my manager one day. Mark yeah. Noble, I'd make him manager. He's, he's, he knows the club? He's West Ham through and through. He knows yeah. the fans. He knows what they want out it. He understands the club. he's it'd be a perfect choice to be manager of West Ham one day. Yeah, down you know, down the line, start out working with the youth team, whatever reserves, and then gradually find his way in here. That would
1: yeah, be great. yeah, yeah. I was talking to Kevin Keane the other day, and and that's he's already trying to trying to push him in into, into doing the kids and stuff because he's apparently a really good coach, Mark And uh, mm. but it is, it, you've got decision you know. It seems now with with Moisey and and the team he's brought together, he's got Kevin Keane, he's got potsey he's got Paul Kinchesky, Colton Cole. He does seem to be bringing together more of a old school approach you know what i mean yeah. to the to the youth yeah, setup yeah. and i think it's um, it will hopefully pay pay dividends as you said but uh, yeah. no yeah i i take it it's car doing
0: a bit there
1: yeah paul kencheski's doing a bit there oh, Zav- zavon hines zavon hines is there yeah 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 um and obviously you've got uh, obviously kevin keen potsy's doing yeah. the 23s um yeah. and you know there's loads of people still hanging there, but you know obviously jack <laughs> Jack did a bit, Jack Collison, and he's gone over to do Atlanta. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, it seems there's like another wave. And I think it's the way that Good. the West Ham boys are see, definitely seem yeah, to be yeah. um, helping that.
0: Good. People that understand the football club and the history of the club. And, yeah. yeah. It's important.
1: It is, it is important because I just think you you're right harry in what you said you know that that it's you have to have that thread running through and you had it when you in yeah. your playing days and then you had yeah. it when your management days as well and i think it proves it, it proves it works it proves it oh, works, so, definitely harry look i know you've got a few minutes until you until you got yep. another call with busy man harry look it's been a pleasure man you know it's been lovely chatting to you absolutely lovely chatting you. to you uh, and That's obviously Thank you. And obviously, thank you to everyone who has been watching. Obviously, like, share. And yeah. um, obviously, until me and Harry, uh, for me and Harry, take care, everyone. Stay safe and good luck to everyone. Yeah,
0: good luck. Stay up, stay up, stay up this year. Oh, now, we, will. we will. We will. I'm very confident. Ball, them, and I want them and Bournemouth staying up there. Because I, I go and watch Bournemouth every week because I live here. So, yeah. it's my luck like, 10 minutes to get to the ground every week. I, I enjoy going and taking my grandkids there. But yeah. my grandson, Harry, is West Ham Barmy. So he's got West Ham all over his bedroom. So, yeah, we, we the Amazon and ball will stay. That would be great.
1: Yeah, I think we will. I think they're okay. going to be some more teams. Oh, I think there's more teams. Anyway, H, thank you
0: that's very a good much. good, man. Nice talking to you. Have
1: a good great boy. time. Thank you. Take care and good, yeah. good luck, mate. Bye bye. See, see you later, bye mate. Yeah. Bye bye.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire? Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.